Looking to brighten your smile and boost your confidence? Look no further than Brighter Shades Ahead, your ultimate destination for teeth whitening. Jamie, the founder, has over 20 years of dental expertise. As a licensed and certified teeth whitening professional who understands the challenges of motherhood, she's here to help you. As a valued listener, you can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Mention this podcast and receive a generous $25 discount on a blissful 90-minute session. Whether you're preparing for dental work or just looking for a confidence boost, visit brightershadesahead.com or call or text 801-550-4693. Again, 801-550-4693 to schedule your next whitening session. Remember, Brighter teeth won't solve all your problems, but they're a beautiful reminder that brighter days are always ahead. I recently got my teeth whitened by Jamie and loved the experience. I am excited to go back and I know you'll love the experience too. So book her today. Hey, it's just Blaine and Bex here with the best podcast in Utah. That's right. It's Radio Daybreak, a show highlighting the people, businesses, and events that make Daybreak Salt Lake City in Utah one of the most majestic places around. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode of the best podcast in Utah, Radio Daybreak. Ready to have more energy, fit into your favorite jeans again, and just feel good? Shannon Galladay is here to help you create a healthy lifestyle so you can be your best for the people you love most. Shannon, the founder of Galladay Fit, has over 12 years of experience as a health and fitness coach and a year of experience as a life coach. As a mother of three girls who struggled with her weight during pregnancies, she understands what it's like to get her body back after having babies. As a valued listener, you can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Mention this podcast and receive a generous $20 discount on our our fitness and nutrition package, plus a free 30-minute life coaching session with Shannon. Whether you want to lose the baby weight, run a 5K race, or just feel better in your clothes, call or text Shannon at 480-823-2595. You can also go to yourwellnesscheckin.com to get Shannon's free checklist and videos to help you start feeling better right away. It's time to start feeling and looking your best so you can take care of the people you love most. Shannon is so welcoming and easy to talk to. I just love interacting with her. I know working with her could be a meaningful experience. The following presentation is a production of Ride the Wave Media. Step into the world of A's for Adversity, a podcast where we explore the journey of motherhood. Join us weekly as we navigate the intricate garden of self-discovery amidst the trials of motherhood. This is your space to nurture your identity and bloom. I'm your host, Jen Banks. Hey, 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 thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I just got back from an all-day event, Better Than Happy Live, with fellow podcaster Jody Moore, and she was on my podcast about a year ago in February, so if you haven't heard that episode, be sure to check it out. I just love being with other podcasters and creators. You can definitely check out the other podcasters on Ride the Wave Media. There are some great shows. Yeah, I will introduce our guest for today. His name is Boyd Peterson of BP Media. He is really involved in the South Jordan Chamber of Commerce, so be sure to check out the website for upcoming events and networking. There is a networking lunch on the first and third Thursdays of every month at one o'clock at the break. So yeah, be sure to connect with him and see what's going on in South Jordan. I'm here with Boyd Peterson today from BP Media. How are you doing, Boyd? I'm good. How are you, Jen? Good. I so appreciate you being on the podcast, and it's great that we've been able to meet in person prior to this, so I feel like I know you in a way. So would you mind introducing yourself to my audience? Sure. I'm Boyd Peterson. I've lived in South Jordan for the last seven years, but I've been in Riverton most of my life. 
So I don't know what else you want to know about me. I've been in doing digital marketing now for 16 years. And so, and I started off doing email marketing, banner ads, and text messages. Mm. And then when social media came along in 2010, we added that. And then in 2014, I was running a, a newspaper since 1998, and I uh, sold the newspapers and kept the digital marketing side of things. And so I've been doing the digital marketing since. We added more things to it over the years. And so now we do a lot of different digital stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's what I do. So great. Thank you. It's fascinating to hear it change and evolve over time and, and how technology advances. Oh, yes. And I love that, uh, you know, I get people all the time, why do you get into that? That's always changing. And I says, that means I'm always learning. Mm. It really is. And sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes <laughs> it's uh, just exciting. So that's yes. Okay. Got it. This is one of my new episodes for my new podcast season. And I thought it would be fun to just kind of ask a get to know you question or a break the ice question. So I'm switching these up every interview, but I was just wondering what one of your guilty pleasures is. My guilty pleasure. I like to watch there. There's three types of things I like to watch on TV or movies uh, or read. And that's time travel, space travel, and detective movies or, you know, it's, uh, detectives is one thing, but also, you know, the like CSI is all, always fun to watch and things like that. But yes, I like to watch the whodunits. And so, so Agatha Christie, yeah, she mm -hmm. was one of my favorite authors that I've read. But then so was some of these others from years ago, such as I'm trying to think of a, re a really okay from. Years ago, I used to read Edgar Allan Poe mm. and some of his stuff, and it's kind of fun yeah. to do. So I've read a lot of different things, but I, I do like good science fiction as well. That's good. Yeah. I'm noticing in your background, is that the police box, Doctor Who? That or is the police box from Doctor Who right there. And that's from, this is from Deep Space Nine. And uh, most of the ships are from Star Trek. Uh, with the exception of this one right here, which is from Star Wars. Mm, uh, so I have mostly Star Trek because I'm a Star Trek fan. I like the others as well, but uh, I have a, a tie-in to Star Trek. So you know, when people meet me and they see a lot of my things, like my notebook computer has a Star Trek emblem on it. My watch is a Star Trek watch. And mm -hmm. people say, oh, you're really a nerd. And I'm going, yes, I am. And I've earned that. So, yeah. <laughs> so oh, years ago, great. I got to work for Star Trek is the, the big thing. Oh, wow. That's so fascinating. Kind of yeah. Great. Well, what are some of the other hats that you wear in life? What are the things that you do besides media? So, yeah, I do the digital media, but I, I like to write. Mm. And so I have written 10 business books and they're all over the place. Oops, I keep bumping my uh, one of my things that keeps signaling me that I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. um, but I like to write. So I've written uh, 10 business books and I've uh, now just completed my third fiction book and it's going up live here in the next couple of days on Amazon. Wow. Uh, and so I've it's been a lot of fun to do that. I've become a best-selling author in both business and in fiction. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of fun when you get that uh, honor. But my newest one is kind of a fun one. A lot of the 
stories I write aren't about science fiction, though. The fiction stories that I've been writing are historical fiction. Mm. And so it's kind of fun to do that kind of stuff and reimagine some of the things that we know about, but, you know, we don't know all the background stories for. And most of them that I write about are from the time of when Christ was born. Mm. And uh, so I've got six or seven stories that I've written about that and put them into a book. So it's kind of, those are fun. Yeah, that's fascinating. Definitely something I didn't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. So what's one of your core values? What do you feel like drives a lot of your behavior or interests? Well, you know, a, a lot of my interest comes from family. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the books that I'm writing right now is because my grandkids, when they stay, I've got these set of four boys that come and stay from one of my kids and they want tell us a story, granddad. Mm-hmm. And so I I do, and I come up with a a good story. I came up with a story a couple of years ago, and now every time they come, they want a chapter of it. And so I've been writing this book based on theirs. Now, one of the cool things is, you know, the oldest one is now 13, and and they go down from there. They then, when I tell them the chapter, have you thought of this? Or how about doing that? And and it's, it's fun stuff. And so Eventually, I'll finish that book, which it's probably about two-thirds of the way done now, and I'll publish that, and it's a story that I've written, but with the help of my grandkids. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's kind of a fun thing, and yeah. that's that's what drives me sometimes. I love to learn. That's the mm. other thing I love. Technology changes all the time. That's okay, mm. because then it just means I get to learn more, and mm. I'm always learning. I have a lot of business books over here, as you can see, but, you know, it's funny, probably 25% of them I haven't read. They're on my list to read, Mm -hmm. but I I enjoy reading and learning and doing things like that. So that's, that's what I guess would be what drives me sometimes. Yeah, that's fascinating. Thank you for sharing. I think that's so cool with your grandkids because, you know, you're writing it as you go and they've been able to be involved and what a memory for them as they go forward. So that's great. And, and sometimes they'll come and say, hey, I just thought of this. Have you thought of doing this too? And I'm going, ooh, very good. You know, so yeah. <laughs> uh, your own little writing committee. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, when have you experienced some adversity that has kind of shaped your character or the way you do things? You know. <laughs> I own a, uh, a business now. I've owned another business that I've sold that was successful. However, I've had four businesses before that that were failures. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that has helped me is it's kind of like the old saying that you either are a success or you had a learning experience. And I take it that way because, mm-hmm. you know, even though I lost money, I had one of them that I lost a lot of money and it was I had a guy who was funding us and it turned out that the money he was funding us with was somebody else's money. Mm. And they came back and they uh, repossessed everything, including the money that we had from him. And by doing that, I learned a lot of lessons from that, but I had a lot of debt because of his, because I had spent $30,000 of it and they uh, were taking that. And so, but I learned, you know, you don't have to file bankruptcy to get rid of it. And so I worked with all the vendors, got them all paid off. And a lot of those vendors over time were willing to work with me on my next venture or another venture. 
and yeah. that works out really well. And so because I know I'm not just going to go and leave them in a lurch. Yeah. I learn a lot that way. Was that hard in the moment? Have you gained this perspective over time or did you kind of have this in the middle of it? That's so hard. Oh, it was so hard. And, you know, because all of a sudden I'm, I owe $30,000 to all kinds of people. The business had to close immediately. And so it was, it was really, really tough, but I did learn a lot. I was able, I, and at that point I was really just, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't know what to do. And then I, I started working with all of the vendors, working with them to work it out. And once I had worked it out with them and was able to get things going and I got into doing something else, they worked with me because they, they knew that I was trying to take care of them rather than just stiffing them. And it was, yeah. it was a good learning experience for me. I hated it. (laughs) But, you know, Uh, I did. I learned a lot of things and I learned that, you know, we are resilient people and we need to understand that. And don't just give up when it's you think it's so hard that you can't get out or you've dug a hole so deep you can't get out. Yeah, that's profound. Oh, it's such a challenge with business. You know, it's Mm -hmm. risky and it's an adventure, but, you know, we learn along the way. That is true. That's yes. true. And, and you got to take it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you know, they talk about the University of Hard Knocks. It really is a University of Hard Knocks. In fact, a lot of times when I'm hiring people that have just graduated from college, I know they don't have the experience and the experience comes from some of those hard knocks. It, you have to teach them, but it's hard to teach people to understand what adversity really is or what leadership is that's the other one i you can't le- learn leadership from a, a book or from you know i've got a couple of books on my shelf that talks about you know the leadership skills but they talk about the skills but you have to be put them into practice and experience them and learn how to work those and there's nothing you can learn from them that you can do without the experience. Yeah. Would you say that that hardship or those hard knocks is kind of a prerequisite to success in business? Or do you think it just kind of comes along with it and is something you have to navigate? You know, it's interesting. I was talking to a person today and he had instant success with one of his first businesses. Mm. And he says, Ooh, I don't know. You know, and he sold it a few years later for a lot of money. And he says, you know, so I started another business. Well, and he sold the second business and it was a success, but now he's in a business that's not a success. And so Mm -hmm. he's uh, really struggling with that because he's never had the uh, adversity. Now he did have all kinds of hardships with the first business. You know, he had, I think, uh, I think he told me 30 or 40 stores around uh, three states and, you know, payroll of $22,000 It was due on Monday and it was Friday. And he's going, I don't know where I'm going to get all that money. And it all came together over the weekend. But, you know, those are the things that he did learn from, but he he didn't have an ultimate failure. And uh, until he probably does, he probably won't understand where I've come from or where some of the other people have come from. And that's okay. I'm hoping that I'll never have to do that. But understand that, uh, you know, 70% of businesses fail in the first five years. Mm. And if you're not willing to take and roll that dice, 
then you'll never get to success. What, yeah. You know, comes after that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's move into more of what you do. It's funny, sometimes those are interchangeable who we are and what we do, because, you know, it, it all kind of gets muddled and we, it's part of our identity. So, but we'll, let's talk a little bit about BP Media. So, was this around when you started to go into the social media realm and everything, or did this yeah. come later? So, so let me tell you the story about that. I was running the community newspaper since 1998. And in 2006, I recognized, you know, people are going to start coming to me and saying, I want to stop advertising with you. I'm going to try this new digital stuff. And I mm-hmm. wanted to have something that I could say, you know what? I can help you with that too. You know, and, and so that's what I did. And here's the funny story to this. So I built it and I, I kept building it. I couldn't get any of my other salespeople to understand and comprehend. They knew print very well. They could get people to put inserts into it. They could do a lot of things, but they could not understand how digital could help people. And mm-hmm. in fact, I had one salesperson said, oh, I think it's all a bunch of hoodoo. And I'm going, okay, whatever. But here's the thing. When I sold the business, the guy who was buying it was 32 years old. And, you know, so I thought, oh, he he knows all about all this kind of stuff. Week before we're closing or before we're yeah closing on the business, he calls me, he says, what's this digital crap here? And I says, mm-hmm. oh, well, let me tell you. And so on our website, we had banner ads and we were selling probably eight, ten thousand dollars a month of banner ads on all of our sites. And we had 14, 15 sites, something like that. We were making some money on that. We had text messaging. We were making eight, $9,000 a month from people who were doing text messaging. And we had social media and email marketing. Email was, you know, we probably had two or $3,000 a month of that. Social media, we were making probably, oh, I don't know, three or $4,000 a month. Well, he, he said, you know, I mentioned that we're doing social media. And he says, oh, wait, you do understand. Social media is a fad and it'll be gone in two years. This is 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not been gone and it's still going. So I told him, hey, you know what? It's okay. I'll keep the digital marketing side. He says, now I do want to keep the the text messaging side. And I says, okay, that's great. Okay, you know, it's making eight to $9,000 a month. Great. And he says, and we're not going to have digital banner ads anymore. Hmm. What? Why not? And he says, because I don't think we need advertising on our website. Okay, whatever. So I moved on. We sold the business. I moved on and I helped people do, you know, putting together their digital marketing strategies so that they could, and it wasn't just digital. We were also helping them, you know, here's some radio or here's television or here's uh, billboards and here's, you know, the ways of getting more business for your business. That's what my background in is in is marketing yeah so about six months later i get a call from one of my clients that was a text messaging person and she says you know we're closing our business i'm so sorry and i said what's going on she says you know you tripled my business in a matter of three months when you started helping me with text messaging the new guy doesn't want to help us and has basically told us go somewhere else and no one else has what you brought to the table. Mm. And so, and I said, Oh, well, that's 
too bad. You know, let me look around. She says, no, I've looked around. Your program was the only one that was like it that we could use. And we're just going to close the doors now because we can't make a living without that program. Mm. That was the sad side of it to see all the, and there was three other businesses that closed because text messaging went away for them. You know, and we talk about, oh, text messaging is around, not the way we were doing it. And it was interesting, Hmm. but yeah, so I, that's my background. That's how I, I got into just doing the digital agency side of things. That gives you an idea. And I think it speaks to your character too, that you're flexible and willing to try new things or to, you know, follow the, the way the technology is moving because, you know, you kind of have to be adaptable to, to where it's at so that, you know, you reach the audience that you need to. Are you looking for peaceful screen-free activities? Introducing Daybreak Dough, a local homemade Play-Doh and sensory kit business that uses natural ingredients found in your kitchen. Ash has been making homemade Play-Doh and sensory activities since 2016. As a preschool teacher, she immediately saw the impact creating engaging sensory experiences had on her young students and started using them as a tool to help with her own mental health too. Homemade Play-Doh and sensory activities offer many benefits for young children, adults doing inner child work, and anyone who is seeking more play in their lives. Daybreak Doe's mission is to remind all of us the importance of sensory play, no matter our age. Visit www.daybreakdoe.com and enter code ADVERSITY at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Daybreak Doe can also be found on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at Daybreak Doe. I ordered a few of these from Ash and I love them so much. My preschoolers stay engaged for a very long time and request these kits almost daily. Whether you're ordering one for yourself or some kids in your life, you won't be disappointed. The trumpets have sounded and the end is nigh, but have no fear. Your prophet is here. I'm the Fresh King Benjamin, host of Vibing the Apocalypse, a podcast that uses comedy to bring injustices that I went through to light. I'm an escapee from a Mormon polygamous compound in Wyoming. I was taught that the world was a wicked, wicked place. But now that I've escaped, I want you to show me all the wicked things and help me catch up on what I missed out on. Check out Vibing the Apocalypse right here on Ride the Wave Media. Have you ever been curious about the energies that influenced you the moment you took your first breath? Are you captivated by the cycles of the moon? Are you intrigued by the connection you feel to the stars in the universe? If so, having your birth chart read can answer these questions and give you insight to the cosmic blueprint that was made when you were born. Kaya Community founder Cambria Davis is an experienced astrologer and energy healer that has the unique ability to unveil the magic of your birth chart and the essence of your soul in ways that will resonate with you for years to come. Not only can this 60-minute reading connect you deeper with the stars, the cosmo, and yourself, it can help you return to your soul's essence and to remember the purpose you have here during this existence. It can provide direction and guidance if you feel stuck or lost. And most importantly, it can help you be in alignment with the timing of your life. Follow your soul today and book your reading with Cambria by visiting www.kayacommunity.com. That's community with a K. Or find the link in the show notes. I met Cambria at the business networking lunches in Daybreak and have been so fascinated by her talents and personality. And I'm so excited to have my reading done with her in the future, as well as a girl's night where she will do birth chart readings. Book a session with her and be sure to mention that I sent you. Who is your ideal client right now? Probably the one I do, I deal with most are coaches. So business coaches, 
I have an exercise coach. I have a family coach. I have personal coaches. I have several coaches that I work with. In fact, I have one of those coaches is in Australia. And so we help them market their business. But I do also have a lot of other businesses that I work with. I have chiropractors. I have dentists. I have I only have one real estate agent right now. I have kind of backed away from the real estate agency market because while we can get them going, they don't know if they're going to have money tomorrow. Uh, we just said, hey, you know, when things settle down, are you ready to get going? Or if you know that it's time to get going, we'll help you. So, but yeah, and dentists, we do a lot with the car auto repair shops, uh, places like that. Yeah. So what motivates you to help other businesses? Do you feel like you want to pass on what you've learned or you like business in general or what, what do you think drives you? Question. When I ran the newspapers, I had run a photography studio before and it's one of my failed businesses. Now, let me tell you the story of it, and then I'll tell you why I changed things when I bought the newspapers. I was in business, and we had been running quarter page ads with this little tabloid product, and it was coming up to Christmas, so it was September. And I said, you know, for the next three months, I want to run a, a half page ad. I ran that. I got really good results. And so in January, I said, okay, let's move back to a quarter page ad. And the person says, I'm sorry, you can't. I said, what? He says, yeah, once you move up to a size, you can't move back down. Mm. So you're stuck with a, a half page ad. And I says, when I only have one month left on my contract, right? And he says, yep. He says, that will be my last month. And I just said, you know, this doesn't make sense. That you, you're now making, you're going to punish me for doing more business with you during those months that I needed it. And you're punishing me now. And that was, I didn't like that. So when I bought the newspapers, that was one of the first things I did was I told the customers, hey, you need to move up and down in size. That's okay. You need to take a month off because you're going on a a trip somewhere. Go ahead. Let me know. Mm -hmm. I want to be flexible. And my goal was, is I want people to be able to get into business and stay in business. Because I was, I saw a lot of businesses that were failing, and part of it was they didn't do the right advertising or and marketing. Other times it was just simply they uh, didn't know how to do any of it. And so I love to help businesses succeed. I want to see them succeed, and I've had many of them that I've worked with over the years that have succeeded when they were close to bankruptcy. Mm. Yeah, that's inspiring. I feel like I've heard before too, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and maybe you give up too early or you're not willing to try all these things to make it succeed or I don't know, you know, it's such a experiment too, I feel like. Well, and there's a lot of times when somebody starts a business and I helped run a a program called Entrepreneur Launchpad for a while. And it was all about teaching new entrepreneurs all the things they really needed to know that they probably didn't know they needed to know. And Mm -hmm. so we'd get a lot of people that would come in there. And it was that there were things they didn't know that they didn't know. And so we were teaching them. And we came up with an 18-step procedure of here's the things you need to do to get into business. Or if you're already in business and you have about four of those 18 things, you better learn these other uh, 14 things. 
And that helped a lot of businesses either stay in business or realize they will never uh, be able to be successful. That's important. Is there a, a quote or a mantra that guides what you do? I am a huge quote collector, so I always like to ask. The one I use the most is it, it's my business to bring more business to your business. Mm. Okay? I love that uh, myself. But I also, one of the things that I, it's another quote that I have, in fact, many big name people utilize this now. And it's, you know, we all know that that word of mouth advertising is great. It's the best type of advertising. Today, your online reputation or internet reviews is the new form of that. Mm. And it's wonderful because once you get that done, then you, you know, you, uh, you get it, then suddenly you can now market it to people instead of waiting for them to market it to people for you. So the, the quote is, word of mouth advertising is the best type of advertising. And online reviews is word of mouth advertising on steroids. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Because you can. You, uh, we help people. There, you know, And that's one of the things we had, even with the newspaper. We'd see that they'd get a testimonial and they'd pin it up on a wall. And I'm going, that's wonderful, but that's telling the people who are already in here, who are already, you know, going to give you another testimonial. And I says, you got to market it to the people outside of there. And so even when I had the newspaper, I was saying, let's take pieces of that and tell that story in your ads. Mm. And they would go, oh, I don't know. Does that really work? Yeah. I had a tire dealer that, you know, he, we started using a couple of those and pretty soon he's going... Yeah, we really picked up a lot of business from that. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say, oh, let me read the reviews, you know, and that's, that's exactly. what they do. So, 89% yeah. of people will trust a review as much or more than talking to a person. Yeah, yeah. And 94% of people who are buying things online will check reviews. Mm. And here's the other one. 89% of those that are checking reviews read the worst reviews and it doesn't matter if they're five or 10 years old, they'll still read them. And mm. if you haven't responded to them correctly, or, you know, they haven't, that person hasn't come back and said, oh, they got me taken care of. They may not be back with you. Wow. This has been very insightful. And I have loved getting to know your story more. Is there anything else you'd like to share or how can people get into contact with you if they'd like to work with you? You can go to my website. It's BP as in bigpicturemedia.com. So people say, oh, that's Boyd Peterson Media. No, it's Big Picture Media. My phone number is 801-580-3310. And then if you want to email me, it's boyd at bpmedia.com. Great. Thank you so much. I... You and I have talked and we're going to do a consultation together. And I'm so looking forward to tapping into more of your wisdom and experience. And I don't mind talking to someone and and giving them an hour of my time and evaluating what they're doing, what they have, what their website looks like, and how to improve it so they can go forward and make more money without any cost. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Boyd Peterson has also created the website southjordanbylocal.com 
And that's a fantastic resource to find local businesses and support them as well as add your own business if you have one. Thanks for joining me on the show this week, and I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, it's just Blaine and Bex here with the best podcast in Utah. That's right. It's Radio Daybreak, a show highlighting the people, businesses, and events that make Daybreak, Salt Lake City, and Utah one of the most majestic places around. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode of the best podcast in Utah, Radio Daybreak.